0: small town podcast (laughs) living in a lonely world (laughs) she took the midnight train going to a new episode saratoga (laughs) spring hello and welcome to the jordan high 2004 podcast this is gonzo this is steve how you doing steve yeah it sounds like you just really love journey i just i just want to implement more karaoke into the podcast so it's like (laughs) yeah. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> hey, um, we helped you move last week. We did. Yeah.
1: Thanks for your help. Oh, no problem. Um, I hate moving, but I don't think I'll ever have to move again, ever. I really like your new house. It's nice. Thanks. It's, I, we, like, we spend so much time in the backyard. It's like I told my kids at the beginning of the summer, I was like, I'm not going to wear a hat ever. And my hair is going to be more blonde than yours. And, like, it's slowly getting a little bit lighter. Like, I haven't been cutting it. It's like starting to get kind of long. And like, I feel like it's getting lighter. But Natalie's like, nah, it's not. But,
2: you know.
0: Those kids are going to have blonder hair than you. I know. It's Whatever. They have all day to like, well, you're all cleaning people's teeth. They're out there getting blonder by the second.
1: I know. It's hard. Hard life. But, no, moving. We were moved in. We went and played... Oh, we with, played some tennis with, with DJ and, and his uh,
0: yeah his brother.
1: I need to get better at tennis. I'm not very good, but, you know, that's okay. Yeah,
0: um, as long as you're having fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, that makes me feel better. <laughs> Sorry, Nick. I'll get better for next time. Uh, but, yeah, we're moved. Everything's good. Uh, soon, we'll just have, like, a big party at my house. People can come over. I'll smoke a whole bunch of stuff. And yeah. It'll be great.
0: I'm itching for some smoked brisket.
1: Okay.
2: Done. <laughs>
0: Perfect. Um, you have something you something else you want to talk about?
2: I really don't. I'm really today.
1: I'm really excited about our guest. Me too. Me too. Alex Fackerel. He's like one of my top three people I spent time with. It was for it was like there was like you and Gus, which counts as one person because I spent a ton of time <laughs> with you guys. And then Trent and then Alex. Like I spent so much time with Alex and uh like we've been we've been trying to get him on. In the beginning he was like, I think he swore at me, I don't know. He, was, he did not want to come on. He was not interested at the time. No way, you jerk. Like, who is this? Have <laughs> you? No, not really. New he phone. Just, he just, <laughs> um, no, I love Alex. I remember he was like one of the first kids to get a cell phone. And I always remember his, uh, his what was his, 655 Oh, And snap. I think that might still be his number, but we'll find out. But, like, <laughs> I still
0: remember. He just like, blasted it out there. Like...
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's got, and he had a cricket cell phone. Is it, I, don't, I don't know. We'll find out if it's still cricket or not. But uh, it was just awesome. I love him. We had so many stupid fun memories together. And uh, I don't. I haven't talked to him. Yeah,
0: he was. He was like my first. He was one of my first male on male kisses. Nice.
1: <laughs> Who are some of your others?
0: Um, I don't know. I'm. I'm sure. Like, I don't, I'm sure I've kissed Ray Coleman on the lips.
1: I for sure have kissed Ray Coleman on the lips. At a sticks concert.
2: <laughs> it was uh, magical was magical.
1: Um, John Prue kissed me right on the lips one time with his big scraggly mustache beard.
0: Yeah, that uh, yeah, was very... Uh, that's an itchy kiss. Yeah, I didn't
1: like it. Now I know how my life feels when I have that. So, sorry, babe.
0: <laughs> All right, well, uh, <laughs> here's our conversation with Alex.
1: Alex, welcome to the podcast. Hi. I'm here, finally. How's it going? In-person episode. In-person. I've been looking forward to this forever. I know. Me too. When you first told me, you were like, no, I'm not. That "That sounds like something I don't want to do. And I was like, ah. (laughs) So I'm really glad that over a year later, you decided to... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Change my mind. Yes. Got bullied a little into it by a couple of people. Like who? Elena, obviously. Freaking Elena. Good job, Elena. Yeah. We love you, Elena. (laughs) Sometimes (laughs) we love you, Elena. (laughs) Cool. Well, catch us up a little bit. Tell us what you've been up to since high school. Um, All sorts of different stuff. So after school, I went immediately into college up at the U, and uh, that didn't go so great. I didn't really want to be there, so I mostly just partied a lot and just didn't go back. And then I had the great idea of after that, I need to make money, so I went and worked in the oil fields for a while with one of my friends outside of Arnold. did you go work with Garrett? I wasn't no. with Garrett. Oh, okay. I was with another kid I met at school. And uh, we went and worked for a real small company that didn't really have any oversight. So it was lots of long hours. It was good money, but about 17-hour days. Lots of OSHA violations. Lots of OSHA violations. <laughs> it's the best kind of money. Yeah. <laughs> so I was out there for a bit till I watched a guy's hand get cut off. And then mm-hmm. I was like, nope, done with this. And took off and came back here. And just worked a bunch of different jobs for a while. I worked at High West Whiskey for a minute. I was one of the master blenders for a couple of years there. <laughs> just kind of worked some odd jobs and hung out and did my thing. What's a master blender? You just pretty much get two different kinds of whiskey and some water and stir it in a big pot and put it in bottles. But <laughs> it's a lot of chemistry, actually, that you have to do to get proofing and all those types of things, right? So it was a really fun job. Um, it paid garbage. So, they moved up to Midway and didn't want to raise anybody's wages. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That's a hell of a commute. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. So, after that, wasn't sure what I was going to do. And I actually went back to college and got my degree at slick in geoscience. And then went back to the U and got an environmental geology and geophysics degree. And uh, graduated from there in 2016. And uh, Awesome. I was looking for a lot of environmental geology jobs because I didn't want to go back out to the oil fields. And there was a presidential election right at that same time, and all the environmental jobs got put on hold. Uh, Yeah. And so by the time they started rehiring people and things calmed down a little bit, I was a couple years out of school. And they were hiring people directly out of college. So I hung around for a few years just doing some home repair, things like that under the table work. And then I went back, and now I'm one of the supervisors at the Home Depot in Sandy over the garden center and places like that, working my way up the corporate chain for now until I can find some sort of geologic job that I can get into, still applying for a bunch of stuff. That's cool. Yeah, so that's the basic gist. Of what's been going on, and then you ended up in Gonzo's basement. Ended up in Gonzo's basement, right? <laughs> but, and and now you but You're still. You're back in Sandy too, right? Yeah, I still live in White City, right down the street from where you guys used to live. Nice. <laughs> it always makes me think, like when we were in high school, I hated that I lived so far away. It always sucked because everybody would just walk to each other's house. And now I live there. <laughs> no one's there anymore. <laughs> I don't, no one lives there. to your house. Yeah, yeah. and so. Yeah, That's now everybody lives far away. <laughs> yeah, I happy. love where you live though, because it wasn't that crazy busy road. Now it was like that. Remember, the two lane road. Yeah, but like I remember, the light would be out at the bottom of that dip, whatever, like yeah. the bottom of the hill. So we would just like turn our lights off and hope you don't crash. Exactly. We, that was so <laughs> I remember <laughs> driving down that road, I think with you guys going easily 100 miles an hour with a plastic bag out the window. <laughs> <laughs> like a jet engine. With a jet
2: engine fast. Yeah, that was...
1: That I was remember we time. had it timed perfect. If you hit that downward part going 50 miles an hour, yeah. you <laughs> go down, come up, take that corner kind of fast. But you would coast to a stop right in front of Trent's house. Yeah, you didn't have to hit
2: the brakes. (laughs) You were just like, yeah, that was not smart. (sighs) Good times. I don't
1: remember if you were with me. I know Don and Trent were there. But we were going down that road, and we would swerve to miss the potholes. And I thought Trent's brother was following us really close behind. So we were speeding and swerving around, and it was a cop. <laughs> <laughs> and had, your license plates were switched. Yeah, I was the. He stopped you. in front of my parents' house, and he got out of the car. And you guys were laughing so loud. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Get out of the vehicle." <laughs> He's shining his light on the back of the car. He's like, "What's the problem here?" I don't, I don't know there's like a dent in the bumper because like, do you have a van. It's like, well, my parents do. It's like right over there. We had the wrong license plates on the wrong car. Somehow they were switched. Yeah, he thought I'd stolen. I remember thinking like, Trent's brother, why are you tailgating so much? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. was, that, was a fun time. I feel like that's something that would just only happen to you. Yeah. I had a couple of those. <laughs> <laughs> that's I have a, actually have a Trent Drive sign in the basement of the house I'm living in right now. Yeah. And I redid that road and tore the signs down. Trent took it, and then he lived in the house that I'm living in now. And uh, he left it there when he went. So oh, I was so there you down go. there. So still got Trent Drive in nice. White City. Very nice. Yeah. I love a that. Good time. But Alex, tell us about like who you were in high school. Like, that, how that. you describe yourself back I don't know. That's the question that made me not want to do this podcast. Though, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I was like, that's that's deep. I don't know. And so I thought about it, and I don't really have an answer for it. I think that that question would probably be better answered by people that knew me, because I had no idea who I was in high school. Absolutely not. But, I mean, like, uh, the way I saw myself, I guess, I had, like, a pretty strict upbringing. My parents had very direct ideas of, you know, what I should do with my life. It's like, you're gonna go get good grades, you're gonna play this music like one day maybe you'll be a doctor or something and so by the time I got to high school I had a little more freedom and I just didn't want to really do anything. I got good at being able to I wasn't necessarily smart I was good at school so I figured out how the system worked with school so I got really good grades without doing half the work sometimes. Didn't you have like a straight four zero through all middle school? Yeah for all middle school and all high school to the last semester because I didn't go to the jazz band thing for graduation and he gave me a bad grade for that. But Yeah, so when I was in high school, it was mostly just buy the seat of my pants, do whatever I wanted to do. I wasn't really trying to figure out who I was. I was just trying to meld with everybody else and kind of just have a good time with whoever I was around, which was very unhealthy, by the way. (laughs) I I, I I remember you really being into music and yeah, loving music. I love music. That was one thing that was solid. But when it came down to like who I really was or who I was going to be, I was mostly just kind of coasting through what was going down. And a couple of people, there were a few, one or two that actually got a pretty good glimpse of who I actually was or had a good idea. And as soon as they showed any sign of knowing that I just lost it. I didn't shut those people out completely or, Tried too hard to latch on to them and be like, oh, man, maybe you know who I am. And, you know, high school weirdness did a bunch of that kind of stuff and pushed those people away, which is a regret, but young and dumb and stupid. And that went on through college, too. The first time I was in college, I was just there to party and drink and be free of responsibility for a little while, or what I thought was responsibility. And it wasn't until after that that it was kind of a wake-up moment of like, what am I doing? I'm just hanging around, drinking all the time, finding any drug that I can do, and going nowhere. And everything steamrolls and snowballs. And it took some time to actually really kick in and be like, I need to figure out who I am and what I'm going to do. And it wasn't until the last five or six years that I actually found myself, if you want to use a cliche or something like that. All
0: right. So, so, no, so as a kid, it looks like, well, it sounds like you probably you didn't know. But but I know you were you were a really
1: good friend. You yeah. were like you like hanging out. I love doing stuff. I having love having fun. I've, I've always loved being around people. I like. Having a good time no matter where I am. Like, I don't like going somewhere and feeling awkward. And so, I've become really good and have always been pretty good at making fast friends. And I made some really good friends along the way. You guys, even though I haven't seen you a long time, like, throughout high school, I had some close friends that were really good. I tell people, like, you were, like, one of my top three people that I spent time with. Yeah, definitely. Like, we were together a lot. All the time. During high school. I, I was, I just, anywhere but home was where I wanted to be. And so, I would hang out with you or Trent, a lot of time with Trent, because I could just go over there whenever I wanted and just kind of be out and about. And so through trying to not necessarily please other people, but just kind of meld wherever it was, I just kind of didn't form a solid identity of who I actually was because I was trying so hard to just fit in everywhere.
0: And then you said also that you were like, grew up super strict. And yeah. then in high
1: school, like something shifts and changes and you found this freedom. Yeah, it was, it was in middle school that I got my first job actually working at Mount Jordan as a janitor. And so after school, it was my parents didn't expect me to be home. I didn't have to be home because I had this job. And I got fired from that job within, I don't know, three or four months. I don't even remember why. I just wasn't cleaning. I, <laughs> I worked with Drew Miller and some other people, and we just screwed around all the time. And we would go into the auditorium and play Metallica really loud. <laughs> and after that, I just kind of didn't tell my parents I didn't have a job anymore. And it was always, I'm out and about. And I hit high school, got a car, just kind of left. And so the strictness kind of fell off as long as I had, as long as I checked the boxes that they thought I was supposed to check. Like, you will have good grades. You will practice the piano. Because you were, like, everything else. amazing, like, concert pianist. I remember, like, this kid is so good at the piano, but also, like, every instrument. Yeah, I, like, I like music. Like, yeah, I don't I remember, like I would just music. be like, Alex, teach me how to play the song on the guitar. Alex, like, play what, what you give. <laughs> always, still do always. Play, that. What Alex give. play what you give. That, that was, I remember Gonzo. Every time I see it, play what you give. Let's do it. I love music, and it's always it's the one thing that's really clicked for me. Music and science are the two things that have really always, when I look back, really clicked with me and really been easy for me, um, and not necessarily easy. I mean, I practiced my ass off when I was a kid. Then I did not want to. <laughs> did you ever enjoy it, or were you doing it just because, like, hey, this is I, your expectation? You I have to practice the piano for that. Like, I am pretty good at it, but there was years, like five or six years after I stopped taking lessons, that I didn't even want to look at the piano. I just I hated playing what I was playing because I like I enjoyed playing the instrument, but. I was forced to play certain things like you will be playing these classical songs. And anytime I hear you playing, you know, you figured out how to play right now by Van Halen, like don't play that crap in the house, play some Mozart or something. And that kind of spoiled it for me a little, but I rediscovered it later in life. And I play all the time now. I, play like some- that. I bought a ukulele like four days ago. <laughs> yeah. and I've just been. One of my friends has one and she's like, we should play ukuleles together. And I was like, I guess. Sure. Whatever, so I bought one and it's weird. I don't know how I feel about it, but it's fun for now. So I can see you playing the ukulele. Yeah. It's, it's just, just yeah. <laughs> I mean it doesn't fit, but <laughs> <laughs> yes, she's trying to learn all these different like sweet songs and I'm like, Oh, I wonder if I can play like this 80s music on it <laughs> and make it sound like a Can you play Led Zeppelin on yeah, the ukulele <laughs> learn a whole lot of love, right? (laughs) (laughs) I'd probably do it. I'm going to do that one (laughs) again. Send in a voice memo. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, when high school was awkward, like I had a great time with all you guys and I had a lot of time, great times with a lot of different people, but I had a lot of really nasty times too. And a lot of stuff where I would get stuck in my head or I would go too far trying to be something that I wasn't. And it turned off a lot of people who... I actually really cared about back then. So, well, tell us about that. What does what does that mean? Like going too far? Like what? Like, I, I don't know. I would I would push the limits and the boundaries of the friendships that I had, and that was awkward to say the least back then. And I just I did that for a little while too, but it was me. I look back now, it's really selfish of me because I would I would think of it in the terms of like I'm just trying to like get to know this person better, and I'm just trying to help you out with. Whatever you're going through, but at the same time, it was like there was a selfish part that I never recognized in myself. That was very much like I need to feel like I'm helping you all the time, and I'm smothering you, (laughs) pull out the pillow over the face. Like Hmm. I, it took a long time to get out of that mindset because it's not that I was a people pleaser. I just always wanted to have a good time, Hmm. and that got was it like have a good time or was it like want to fit in? Or like, it was somewhat fit in, into. Um, I had more of an ego than I thought that I did, and uh, so the fit in part, I always kind of felt it wasn't like I want to fit in. If there were times where it was like I should fit in, and I did not fit in, <laughs> so that came back in nasty ways a couple of times, and I lost a few friendships through that. <laughs> but yeah, it just it takes a long time to figure out how to be who you are, I guess. And I'm a late bloomer in that respect. I had a lot of fun. Too much fun. (laughs) Especially after high school through college. Even out in the oil fields. And when I came back from there, it was just the next high to the next high. Not literally drugs, but just anything. Just having a good time. And at some point, I just woke up one day and there was nothing. Like, I was having a good time, but there was nothing behind it. And I started watching friends of mine that were succeeding doing all these things. I like, well, I'm just kind of, like, hanging out. Maybe I should figure myself out a little bit more. Well, you mentioned that y- you, were, you were doing a lot of this kind of stuff, and you really seem to have found yourself more in, like, the five, last five, six years or so. Yeah, definitely. Did you have – is there a moment or an instance or an experience that caused that awakening? Somewhat. Um I rolled my dad's truck one night driving down one of the roads by the house. Um, I wasn't drunk, I had been drinking, but it was the w- I would drive drunk back in the day because I wasn't reckless. But it was the one time that I was like, "No, yeah, I'm, I'm fine to drive. And they were doing construction. And I ended up rolling this truck in this construction ditch that wasn't marked in the road. And uh, after that, it was really, that was kind of the, you know, come to Jesus moment, I think. Because I was sitting there, I was like, that could have been way worse. Like, I actually got lucky it was only as serious as it was. And then I was sitting back and thinking, like, what am I doing? Like, why did this even happen in the first place? Like, what what put me into that situation? And that was kind of the moment. I like, I need to go figure out what I'm doing. I need to go do something else. All right. So what have you found? So in the, in the last five years that I, I kind of, I'm finding,
0: finding myself or I've found myself like recently, yeah. what have you found? Who's Alex today?
1: Just a fun loving guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I still love music. I still love science. And I really wish that I would have been able to find a career when I went back to school. But it's, uh, I've always been inquisitive. That's a big part of who I am. I've become more involved in things like history. I read a lot more. Um, I'm very involved in like political things. Uh, I'm super interested by all of that. And I guess a big part of who I am is that I like learning. I like learning new things and going on new adventures uh, with Lee and all of those guys. Going out into the desert and all over the place is one of our hobbies. One of my pastimes is just adventuring experiences and doing all those things and then learning that I need to reflect on those in my own way and kind of think of myself a little bit first before I start thinking about how these experiences and the things that I do are affecting everyone around me tell me about that what does that mean I guess it's more like being self reflective in the end so when I want to go do something I kind of have to question my motives a lot of time to keep myself in check like am I really doing this because I want to be doing it or am I doing it because I feel like it's something that I need to be doing? This podcast is a perfect example of that. When you guys first asked, it was like, hell no. <laughs> like, I don't want to go there. And like, you couldn't have said no fast enough. Yeah. No. Like, I saw that. I, I knew the podcast existed. I would listened to it and I, was just, I knew it was coming. It's like, they're going to email me. Like Someone's going to text me. It's like, how do I say no? And then after Elena was on, called me out a bunch of times. Not only on the podcast, but in person. <laughs> constantly. <laughs> I really thought about it. I was like, I think that would be a good thing to do. Because I miss you guys, I haven't seen you in a long time. And I was really unsure about it, but it's uh it's good to be here. It is. And so what do you think what are your your big lessons? What have you learned uh, in the last twenty years? Um I guess to just be true to yourself is something that I've learned. Uh also that unless you have yourself figured out, you can't really live in the rest of society in a healthy way. If you're trying to live through other people, uh, it took me a long time to figure that out. Uh, so my I guess, my lesson is, is just spend some time doing some self-reflection, really think about who you are and where you fit in and how you fit into the world and the things that you really are passionate about and what you really care about. Cause you'll just be so much better off in the end for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. That's yeah. I love. yeah. So that's yeah. sort of what I've come to learn over all these years. <laughs> so I think you've answered this, but uh, you're talking about finding out what you are passionate about. So mm-hmm. it sounds like you love to explore, you love to see new things, do new yeah. things. I, I love seeing the pictures and things that you post. You're like, hey, we just explored this new place in Utah or out, in, and you post awesome pictures. Like, yeah. you and really, i I know, have done, done things together. What are some things that you're passionate about? Definitely the adventure aspect. And that's been, I've always loved camping and the outdoors and just nature in general. That's always been a part of my life. Uh, But more recently, in the last eight, nine years, I've discovered just the pure joy of being out in the desert. I love the Southwest Desert that we have here, just anything in Utah. I just love it down there. And there's like a piece to how quiet and serene. It was for a while. It's getting a little more packed these last right. couple years. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I just love seeing something that when you explore, and you go to some place where there's a lot of people and you see a hill in the distance and you just go up on that hill and you're standing there and who knows who the last human has been that's stood in that spot. And that kind of, I'm passionate about finding those kind of things and just, being in touch with nature in general. That's why I chose geology when I'm back to school. When I was younger, it was always biology. I wanted to be a geneticist. I wanted to go do something with that. And when I went back to school, I made it pretty far into the genetics program before I realized, like, I'm going to be sitting in a lab in a stupid white coat, staring at little beakers all day long. That's it. Like, it's interesting, and I love the science. That sucks. Like, I want to go outside. Um, She's doing pet right. pets and growing colonies instead. Exactly. And that's fun, and I love doing it, but geology is great because it's literally what's up there? Let's go write it down. Let's go find some fossils. Let's figure out how this mountain has literally shifted over time. That's my passion lies out there. Dude, let's so, go look for some oil for this company. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's where the money is. <laughs> I've
2: done enough of that.
0: <laughs> you the, the guys doing the environmental surveys aren't losing hands. So. Right, that's <laughs> yeah. true. They don't have jobs. Them,
1: <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you Sometimes you're the hammer, sometimes you're the nail.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess that's, that's my biggest passion is just the unknown. Finding new things, exploring new things. And within all of the things that I love, whether it be stuff at home with music and even video games to when I get to be outside and have time to go explore around and Adventure. That's where I find my. That's where I find my bliss, my nirvana, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you still play a lot of video games? Because I know you were way and like you had a yeah. huge, huge collection. Yeah, I, I played a lot for a long time, um, especially with Trent. Me and Trent have played countless hours of video games together, and we still get together every so often whenever we both can, and have whole days where we just you know nerd out on old video games. Uh, but like, yeah. <laughs> I don't have the time like I used to. So, I still play here and there, but it's more of, you know, 10 minutes here 10 minutes there. What or, are you playing right now? Um, I'm replaying some of the Last of Us game. <laughs> the Last of Us Part 2. I really like those games so on PS5. All
2: right.
1: Yeah, they're good. It's a very dark storyline, but it's good stuff. I like it. But yeah, there's still days where I'll see Trent and we'll hang out and play six hours of some dumb NES game. There's one that's a Civil War game. Dr. Mario? Yeah, not Dr. No, no, no. I did not play that game with him or Elena. Is she good too? They battle all the time in that game. Like I've it's... never known someone whose brain works as good as Trent's with Dr. Mario. Yeah, it, it gets ugly. Those two put up a challenge for each other. But it is very entertaining to watch. Not play, but watch <laughs> It's interesting. Yeah, there's an there's original Nintendo game that's a Civil War game where you can play as the North and South and Trent has always been way better at video games than me and whenever we play he's the South and he wins every time <laughs> and the screen always just says the South wins question mark yeah, like, this game. <laughs> That'd be, that would yeah. fly today <laughs> no. so there's all sorts of weird stuff out there but yeah mostly it's work and music and when I can get out and go play around and go play around that's awesome. Um, yeah, it's harder to get everybody together anymore. Everyone's pretty busy. But, you know, everyone does. Like, and that's one thing we noticed. Like, you either have to just really proactively carve out time to get together, or it's just like... It's not going to happen. It's like next year, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're planning it out three or four months. When I was doing construction work and just under the table, it was like I could go whenever. I had a really free schedule, but now I'm limited by vacation hours and sick time and all that and it's Yeah. Bothersome. <laughs> you ever see that thing that said like getting older is just texting your friends we should hang out back and forth until you die.
2: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. It's
1: like, I think I have a few hours on this day. And it's like, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, tired. I'm tired. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, in high school I would, it was always just I would wake up get you know, 10 o'clock in the morning, because I wasn't in school, and wander down to Trent's house and wake him up. We'd go to school at lunchtime and poach whoever we could to go hang out and then just leave again. <laughs> it, was just, it was fun and free. I miss those days, but... Do... Do you have any beef? What, do we have any beef? With you guys? I don't have any beef with you guys, I don't think. You sure? I might. Gonzo keeps talking about this story. and We might have beef. We'll <laughs> <laughs> be do you have? What beef do I have? Do you have beef with anyone else? I have beef with Elena. She's uh, supposed to have this barbecue at her house, but she never calls. She never writes. She makes all these empty promises. I feel like I have the same beef with Elena. Exactly. (laughs) We all need to get together. She talks it up. like, I've got this place it's going to be great. You need to come see my new house. Nothing. Just radio silence. Let's just show up on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're a bunch of weeders. <laughs> we- <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Elena. Yeah, we're doing this thing. We gotta, we gotta have this barbecue. It needs to happen.
0: I don't have beef, but I have this embarrassing story.
1: I'd love to hear it. I'd it's like, like loosely stories. connected to you. That's fine. So, um, senior year, mm-hmm. your sister asked me to a dance. Oh, yeah. So... Before you go, I told my dad I was going to be on here, and he brought that up. Oh so, yeah, you know, he's like, yeah, I remember? I also took your sister to a dance. He's like, yeah. And he also told me he like, hey, was at school one day, and he just ran up and kicked me in the butt. <laughs> I don't know how he did that. Wait, your <laughs> dad? My dad. Yeah. <laughs> earlier today, I was like, well, I'll tell him when I see it. <laughs>
0: I'm sure it was like a respectful (laughs) kick, not (laughs) hard. Like, hey, I see you. (laughs) What's up? Just a
1: little, a little tap on the
0: ass. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so it was a sweetheart's dance. So it's in, um, I think it's in February. It's Mm -hmm. like around Valentine's Day, and I shaved my head at the. Yeah, that has nothing to do with it, but it was like... (laughs) I was bald. I was bald. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so we go, we have fun. Sometime during the evening, I forget your sister's name. Nice. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm racking my brain trying to pay attention to hear other people say her (laughs) name during the
2: evening.
1: (laughs) Nothing. And then, um, so were you like, call Hey, sweetheart. I wasn't saying say say
2: anything. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was, dance. I wasn't
0: yeah. hey. was say anything. Come the, the end of the night, it was the girl's choice. So she drops me off, gives me a half <laughs> hug, says so, good night, Gonzo, and I said like, good night, and I like, and I said the wrong name. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I still feel like I really should apologize to her. Did you know, like, the,
1: what did you call her? I want to know the guest. <laughs> I'm Mildred? Mildred. <laughs>
0: Mildred. Yes, I yeah.
2: was Mildred.
0: Well, why would <laughs> you get that good night, Meryl? It's like something. Dirty
1: word. The best, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, uh, my dad That's was so funny. My bro. dad was talking about it because I guess I didn't know this until today either that there was a guy that she wanted to ask and she had this shitty friend of hers that heard she was going to ask this kid and asked him first real quick just to be a jerk. And so my sister Thought who's the most popular guy in school? Who should I ask? And, and, showed, and then so yeah. some other guy said no. And she then and <laughs> so she. Chose, but I guess you showing up to the dance with her. This other girl was just incredibly jealous. And little did she know, you didn't even know my sister name. <laughs> uh, I feel so, and
0: I still feel like embarrassed about it. I'm like so. Well, and i going to have beef. So. I am so bad with names, like to this day that I like have to repeat
1: it five times before yeah. I can like remember someone's name is it a whole lot easier to apologize to Alex instead of Tamir
0: no like I, I want to but she's not a 2004
1: person so I can't ever apologize I can't, ever, apologize to it's her. I can't ever talk yeah. to her Yeah,
0: it'll never come <laughs> up again if she sends in a voice memo then I'll say sorry
1: <laughs> there we go no but yeah I, so sorry Alex you should have guessed Mildred you had the chance <laughs> Mildred I probably did <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, hey, hey
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I need to watch that movie. Uh, it doesn't hold up. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, you know, it's like you know what—that that scene where they moon everybody at the movie theater. You're supposed to keep driving. <laughs> like that, that was very useful during high school. <laughs> oh, that is so
2: good.
1: Uh, so, do you have any any fun memories or anything you want to? Anything
2: else you want to share? I got a few memories. A
1: thousand memories with you guys. I don't even know where to start. Uh, just anything and everything. You were there, so earlier in the in the
0: podcast we talked about the mattress story. I remember you you were there into
1: my work. I was working (laughs) at the training table and you were like you leaned over the counter like the cops came, we got busted. And my (laughs) boss is just staring at me. It's like not now, man. (laughs) Yeah. That was. Uh, I just remember driving way too fast in. Was it? It was my grandpa's suburban. suburban hitting those speed bumps, just jumping while Cameron's parents <laughs> chase us <laughs> like fifty miles an hour in the neighborhood. It was sketchy. Just the look on our face when was it Ray that was standing at the door? And <laughs> his
2: parents just off? It was like, oh, crap. we
1: drive one way and he runs the other <laughs> so Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, that was a mess. I remember that. Yeah. I was, so many crazy times. I remember the first time I went to your house and uh, I didn't know your mom was deaf. And I knocked on the door and she answered the door and I was like, is Steven here? And she just stared at me. And then just walked away. (laughs) I I remember... She still does that. Yeah. (laughs) But we would would hang out at your house and just... We'd be listening to Van Halen, like, max volume at 2 in the morning. And she would come down because she could feel the house vibrating (laughs) the sound to tell us to turn it down all the time. She, you know, people think that deaf people... You can just be as loud as you want, but it's like at my house, I had to be extra quiet because she would feel any yeah. any vibrations. Sure. Turn that down, Mom. I can't even can't even hear it, Mom. <laughs> it's Van Halen. I gotta listen to this louder. <laughs> yeah, and the thing over your window that had everyone signed was Dateless Wonders. The Dateless Wonders. You know how many patients I've told with their mouth wide open? Like I was in a band with my friends. <laughs> it was called the Dateless Wonders. It was really awesome. And, oh. and uh, everyone else is really good at instruments, so I played the drums, and we just covered like ACDC and Because <laughs> those drums are really easy. <laughs> You're one of those dentists. I hate that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't ask a lot of questions, I just talk. You know? Yeah. It's like, they're not going to go anywhere. And my The dentist that I go to, him and the uh, dental assistant, they're flirting for sure. And I'm just sitting there, like, come on. <laughs> so, why don't you go to West Jordan Dunton? Uh, oh, <laughs> I don't know. I have a root fiasco yeah, right now. I'm pretty pretty angry at dentists. They missed a root or something, apparently. Then, so it's probably your fault. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they, they punctured my sinus. And let me tell you how much of a fun experience that has been, slowly. You know where that would not have happened? Jordan well, Dental. Correct. Because yeah. <laughs> I would have referred you out to an endodontist. <laughs> and now, after, after two months of them being like, it's not our fault, they took x-rays like a week ago, and they're like, yeah, it's pretty bad. And now they have referred me to it. Well, it's uh, yeah. I apologize for all dentists everywhere. You should. You should. Dentists need to apologize more. <laughs> I apologize when I do stuff wrong. You know? Steve's yeah. making waves. He's, yeah. he's the new generation how, of dentists. How dare you fix our teeth? He's like, how, about this? <laughs> how about this? I'll be here when you come back in six months. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> I wanted to share the first time we met. Do you remember? I was with Austin. Wasn't I? Weren't we just wandering around? Or was it at Teresa's house? We may have met briefly, like at Teresa's when there's lots of people. But the first time was at lunch, you were sitting there and Uh, you were like listening to Metallica S and M. Yeah. And I was like, That's really cool. (laughs) And so you and I listened. So we were sharing some earbuds and uh Man, this is awesome. And the very next day you burned me a disc. Oh yeah. Hey buddy, I got this this one and this two and I was like, This is this kid is the coolest kid I've ever met in life, like, yeah, <laughs> my life. he just name, made me this CD. My friend Carl that I've known my whole life. That's just I met him on the bus in middle school, and apparently <laughs> I just was like, "No, burn you a CD," and it was the same thing. Mm-hmm. And we're still so friends. <laughs> that's so funny. It's like I listened to that until it like wore out. I was like, "Man, that was so awesome." But I think I think I briefly saw you <laughs> at one of Teresa's parties, and then I'm, I'm sure we did. That. She had like a first week of school party yeah. where I met some random people. But then, but I think it was, it was me and you that were wandering around in that neighborhood by Flint Drive and just happened to run into Austin, and they were playing in Balky's basement. It could have been. I don't remember. it. That might have been when I met Austin. Austin, well, if you're listening, you should come on. Yeah, yeah and yeah, we'll I talk about that. I haven't this. seen that kid in a minute. I used to see him all the time. Because he started the business with uh, Trent. Yeah, like the vape shop, right? Yeah, and so I used to go in there when I still smoked. and Yeah, that was a long time ago. So I haven't hmm. seen him in a few years. But... One other story I wanna tell. You and I at right it was like the week we graduated high school, we were like, We're going to Canada.
2: Yeah, I remember that <laughs> <laughs>
1: So it was like you had just barely bought your Lancer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was just it was new, at least. Yeah. You used to have the tortoise. Like that thing that blew up in front of Bethany's mm-hmm. house just random. <laughs> and so you had the lancer and we were like, hmm, let's go to Trent's house. So we just go to his house. Wake him up. Well, someone was, Gus or you, someone was supposed to go with us. And they didn't. They didn't. They might have been Gus at the last second. Like, we called him that morning. He's like, nah. (laughs) And so (laughs) so we go on this. I'll find pictures because I have some pictures from this trip. But, like, we go to Trent's house. We wake him up. And he's like, oh, I got clothes in the washer. And we literally throw his clothes into a bag. But what? And I'm like, hey, buddy. Like, we can just put these in the dryer at my grandpa's house in Portland. Yeah. And so, we're driving around. We get kind of lost in Portland. Because all we have is, like, our atlas, mm-hmm. right? It's like... Yeah, <laughs> we have a nice <laughs> Yeah. We yeah, have right, any of that. And then, somehow, we made it from there to Seattle. Then, we got Do lost in Canada. Canada. Do you remember in Portland, when we got lost? We, like... We waved that cop over, <laughs> yeah. and we asked him, "Like, hey, where's the street?" And he went back to his car. And we were checking. We were right, right in front of us, <laughs> and he came back and thought we were missing. We're we so stupid. We're just, we're just dumb. It's we found years. <laughs> turned turn. <around. laughs> Gosh! And then we like got stuck in some random part of Canada, yeah, where I feel like people were not speaking English, which sounds stupid. I don't. I don't but we got that. lost, and we didn't have any money. So we just like, we were worried about like, if our money was gonna work or not. Yeah, so we just went we're back like, Oh crap, we're not in America anymore. <laughs> not out we gotta go back to
2: America. <laughs>
1: we our car got searched at the border. They did. Because of Trent's rock. Do you remember that? He wanted a Camerican rock, so while we were sitting at the border, he went to go get one and they watched him run out of the car hmm. to the bushes and got he back threw somebody <laughs> through something and so they searched yeah, they our dummy. They didn't believe like I wanted a Camerican rock. Like, yeah, right, stars. Get out of Wait, wait why he the-
0: want a Canadian rock? He's border. got American rocks all he over the world. He needed one right from, from the
1: border. <laughs> American. It had to be both. But yeah, it just runs out. Oh, a- at American. American. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Runs out at the border, and you know, that's just all the Border Patrol people are just watching. <laughs> it
0: must have been Gus. I you know I would have said no to leave the country.
1: I would have yeah. been stuck in Canada. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's worse <laughs> places you could be stuck in Canada. <laughs> 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 we went to a McDonald's or something, and they had both types of money up on the screen. It's like, I don't know if we have their money. Like, we should just go back. Yeah, go it was so right dumb because, like, we were so worried about that. We went 100 as soon as we crossed the border because mm-hmm. the the speed limit is 100 kilometers an hour. I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> God, I remember like Ball, trying oh, to turn the car by sticking the atlas out the window. Yeah, I was like, Alex, let go of the steering wheel. Let me see if I can steer the car like a
2: sail. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I remember you and Trent throwing chips out the window when we were speeding, and they were cutting you. We were going so fast, we like, tried to catch them in the mouth. <laughs> main thing I remember is that I had that car for like a month before we went. And right when we left, you stood out of the sunroof and sat on it and bent the sunroof thing. And it wouldn't close. Yeah, it it happens. was like immediately. You know, you got you need better friends. Yeah. You know, that was a crazy <laughs> trip. It was, it was <laughs> fun. It's was too fun. Anyway, I can talk about memories forever. I don't know if people want to hear all these, so I'll stop it at those. But uh, there were some good times back then. Great times. Do you have anything you'd like to promote or anything anything else you want people to know about? Not really. Just, you know, it's, it's been good seeing you guys. I just kind of do my own thing now. I see a couple people still from high school, but it's good to catch up. Yeah. yeah. It, it's been too long. It has. We should, like, catch it. We, we should absolutely do have a barbecue at Elena's house. A barbecue? poker you know, night? A poker Yeah. If Elena doesn't want a barbecue at her house, we can do a barbecue at my house. There you go. I got you, Lena. Yeah, I've loved it. Is yeah. there anyone that you would like to hear from that hasn't been on yet? Any Anybody requests? and everybody. Like, Drew Miller. Okay. Yeah, Drew. I would like to hear from <laughs> Drew. I I spent a lot of time with him in the middle, middle school. school. Yeah, we hung out back then. So. I'd love to uh, talk to Trent. Talk Haven't yeah. okay. talked to him. Okay. I talk like, to Trent I talk to Trent all the time, and I will try I to encourage him. him. I will. I'll send him a message. I just yeah. I love Trent. And he's, I, uh, he's, uh, he's apprehensive in the same way I'm apprehensive. So maybe if I he taught out. me you so many sweet wrestling moves. out yeah. of that that oh, We're gonna find some of those videos of you doing that hurricane rana. <laughs> yeah, those <Like, remember laughs> that time we were wrestling at the park and all of a sudden you got covered in ads and they started fighting <laughs> like, <"There> you like
2: through your pants. Yeah, <laughs> those, uh, those tapes still exist. But
1: <sighs> Does he have them? I think he has some. Okay, I know he has. He has to have some. Yeah, I Good Good think Gus might have some tapes too, but. Yeah, that those, was a those make ball. me better buried. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, like, we we went through a phase where I would hit people with my car. I
0: remember, remember that. that oh, wait, wait, wait. So I, <laughs> so, I think it is... In I front of your house. In front of my house or on the side of my house, you were driving, was it your car? And it was like, you were doing it slightly faster than most people. And I think you maybe you hit Trent yeah. Yeah. Yes. with your car. Yes. Ch- <laughs> Shattered your windshield.
2: <laughs> you know, he normally
1: would just like roll. <laughs> yeah. and he like landed <laughs> right on the windshield. <laughs> oh, shoot. <Remember laughs> we drove to the park and just sat there like, What am I going to tell yeah. Did you tell your mom that some kids throw a rock? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it's going to do. Oh, I was like, um, Oh, man. Yeah, there were lots of those. Lots of those moments. Yeah. <laughs> it was so much fun. Yeah. There's, mm, there's, there's a lot fun. of good moments from high school. You were with me the first time because it was like a 89. 89- Sentra. So yeah, whatever this was, whatever before Nissan had a Sentra, it was that. It was just and we we're like, hmm, I wonder if this air conditioner works. And the first time we turned it <laughs> on, he leaves <laughs> blow us in the face. Yeah. <laughs> it was just this old oh, crappy car. Yeah. I was so proud of it.
2: Yeah. try,
1: try <sighs> that at Yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> at the same time, I had yeah. a piece of crap Taurus. Just that car. <laughs> I remember hitting Austin. I was trying to tap the back of his car. Uh it was that little blue whatever sure. it was that had a turbo in it that he loved so much. Mm-hmm. I went to tap it but it was on a hill and I went too fast and he, like, it. <laughs> and he was getting out of the car like he, he was so yeah, bad whiplash. <laughs> he still brings it up when I see him <laughs> But we were so stupid, but it was fun. Man. The was best. Yeah. <laughs> so it was all safe, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, wholesome. We were staying out of trouble mostly. Totally, totally. <laughs> I'm never getting in trouble at all. Gosh, well, thank you for yeah, yeah, coming thank you so over. Thanks for, for sharing. It's been it's yeah, been awesome lot. catching it's up for sure, guys. Great.
2: Oh.
1: Okay, bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs> back, <bye. laughs> Steve. We just got done talking to Alex. What are your thoughts? I loved it so much. I was, I just, I loved it. I loved Alex coming over. I remember, like, we would call him Jaff because his middle name is James, but he hated that. So we would do it all the time just to make him mad. Dude, that guy was like one of my best friends in high school. I spent so much time with him and just hearing him talk about that and seeing his face, like, talking about the the feelings and trying to remember and maybe not want to remember how he was in high school. Um, I spent a lot of time with him, but I know that there were lots of stories and things that he would tell me from time to time that like, I don't know. I feel like he had a lot that he would go through. And I think his parents were super, super strict. And so I think it's pretty common that once you kind of, once you kind of get some freedom, like he just kind of spread those wings and just did whatever the crap he wanted to do. As soon as he was free from the grasp of his parents, um, a lot of fun things like we talked about, but also just a lot of stupid stuff. And, and there's times where I was with him, like I worried about him, but, I always loved him. I loved being around him and being with him and I considered him like in high school he was one of my best, best friends. Like we did so much stuff together and I just, I loved, I don't know, when he talked about maybe like being overwhelming or just kind of just smothering people. Maybe I was one of those people he smothered. I just love being around him. Smother me all you want, baby! I I need to be smothered. Um, But it was just, it was good. Like, just great catching up with him. I loved hearing kind of his perspective and also hearing how how he's grown up, like, having some experiences and where he's at now. um, He just seems like he's in a lot better place, for sure. I also, I love Alex. It's been,
0: I've been just so happy to see him. (laughs) Yeah. so great. The... I did remember... Because he was talking about, like... Hey, I was kind of just, like... Parting, parting, partying. Like, super hard. And I do remember... Right after high school... It's just, like... I was a little worried. I'm like... Alex is partying a lot. (laughs) Like... Like, I think he's always drunk. Like... You know? And I don't know. Because obviously, I didn't have any experience with alcohol at the time. But... Yeah, I remember thinking, like... Oh, dude. This dude is, like... Like... 100 miles an hour all the time now. But... I mean, it looks, it sounds like
1: that was also part of maybe not knowing who he was at the time. And in, like, he's been able to find a better balance. And and I think it's one of the things that he said that, like, stuck with me was, like, taking a moment before he was doing something to think about, like, why am I, like, is this something I want to do? Is it something that I'm going to do because I feel, like, some sort of obligation because of some someone else is asking me to do it or some social thing so it's taking a moment to like within himself think is this something i really want to do and then you know before he makes his decision i thought that was really interesting um but now overall i was just so happy to see him and i do i want to like hey let's get together like i want to do a few more social things like maybe after the kids go to bed i'll sneak out and go do a poker night at his house or something. Yeah, <laughs> or, like, or he can come here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we can do a basement poker
1: night. Hey, hey, you know what? I know the perfect place: your house. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was awesome. So I'm glad he. I'm glad he came on, and uh, I, I want to stay in better touch with him because, like, I, I still have all these other stories. Like, I want to talk about Hutch. Like, we were in the same math class, <laughs> and just all the crap that we gave to that man. And
0: we didn't even talk about his super annoying, like. Parakeet or parrot that he had at
1: this that house. bit his mom's <laughs> lip and tore her freaking lip open. She was just bleeding everywhere. And it would just like. "I the, the, It would curse, right? Like, it would just like say <laughs>
0: swear words <laughs> super loud.
1: <laughs> yeah, it would. I don't know. I, it's funny. Like, after I got home from my mission, I went straight to. Like, one of the very first people I saw was Alex's mom. Because, like, I love his family. So she and I talked for like four hours.
0: And the, I mean. The, I don't. If people don't know this about you, Steve is a mama's mom lover. Every, he loves other people's moms. Other people's I, moms love well, him. I'm
1: very mom friendly. Like moms <laughs> love me because I'm safe. I don't mess around. Your daughters are safe around me.
0: <laughs> Steve is such a mom pl- positive person. Mm-hmm. Mom approved. <laughs>
1: it's like, I remember thinking like, I'm going to go visit Bethany's mom. But then it was like she was married and that was kind of weird. So I didn't go do that. But I did go visit Alex's mom, Sway's mom, your mom, Raffy's mom, Raffy's mom. I love Raffy's mom. She's in my phone. So you went to visit my mom. Reminders. I was like, I was on my mission when you got home. From yeah, there. and like I remember helping them move. But anyway, this is nothing about so Alex. But like, I love moms. I love Alex's mom. If you're listening, I love you. <laughs> if you want to be on the show, send us an email. Jordan High two thousand four podcast at gmail.com or shoot me a text or message. And
0: if you're a mom that wants to be on a show, you can be on our sister podcast. Steve Loves Moms Podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Patty, if you're listening, we'd love to do an episode with you. Yeah, come on. Ula. let us know. Does Ula listen? I'll send her an episode. episode. I'll send you. Hey, we talked about you in this
2: episode.
1: <laughs> the show, the whole thing. <laughs>
2: All right. And any moms, Come on, please. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Bye.